the calls today, man, they are rough. Society in general seems to have reached new levels of low. It's not everyone, obviously, but just that we have so many people doing stuff like this. Even one person, really. It's just beyond horrible. I wish that some people would understand that some things just aren't right. The calls today, some are better quality than others. I'll have to edit some for both time as well as sound quality. But I promise, you'll get what's going on. A bit of warning, the last few episodes were bad, but they don't compare to these. Actually, these calls are bad, but they're not bad like you think. They're actually incredible in the way that it's nearly hilarious on the content of these calls. I actually thought we all needed a bit of a break from some of the previous episodes because they were pretty hard to deal with. So I thought we could use a bit of a comedic break for this week. So these calls, they are funny, but they're also disturbing in the fact that they would call 911 for things like this. Some people don't believe the stories that sometimes I tell. While I'm at work, between calls, especially if it's slower, We'll exchange stories or tell jokes or whatever. But one bad thing, though, is that we can be right in the middle of some really good story, and the story's getting really good, and then... 911 location emergency. Well, hi, um, emergency. Um, this is Robin Grant. Um, I'm at Graceful Deli, and yep. um, I, I specifically asked for um, little um, turkey and little... Um, um, ham and um, a lot of cheese and a lot of mayonnaise, and they're giving me a hard time with women. If you stop by and just um, you know, who is this? This is Rob McGlynn. I, I was just wondering if you could um, just just you're, you're calling 911 because you don't like the way that they're making your sandwich, exactly. So they don't, don't buy it, okay? Just walk out, just walk away, and don't buy it. If they don't want to make it the way you want it. She's telling me I can't, she won't make it for me again, and just because of that, you know. So, I mean, I just want to solve this the right way, you know. She's giving me a hard time. Her sister made it, but she left. They're playing games with me. So, I was just wondering if you can come by. Do they, do they, do, do they work there, or? Yes, they work here. Okay. What's your last name? McLennan, capital M C, capital L E N N O N. L E N N O N. N N O N. And you said your first name is? Rather, capital R O T H E R. I just want to resolve. I want to be able to come back here and get my the regular sandwiches that I that I asked for. Maybe, and I already told her. Already asked. Her, I said maybe I have to come down before they make it. And um get my sandwiches that way because it seems like they're not listening to me. They just put they put down anything they want and then they expect me to pay for it. You know? So Right. In the, in the future just don't you can stay there or stay outside, I'll send somebody. Okay. In the future just don't buy the sandwich. Yes, ma'am. Okay? 
I'll look at it before I buy it. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Yep. Bye-bye. Yeah, you heard that right. They didn't get a sandwich right. I don't get it either. But believe it or not, people call about this stuff all the time. There's probably not a single week that goes through that I don't take a call almost exactly like this. So how do we handle something like this? Well, it's different from each agency. Luckily in Nashville, I say luckily, the police department, they deal with criminal events only. So civil disagreements like this, we don't go to unless there's something else going on like trespassing or threats of violence, things like that. Some agencies do go to things like this, though. They'll go out there and try to mediate as best as they can, and ultimately, they'll just have to work it out between the two of them. But I've got several more calls. A lot of them are like this, but in different situations. This next one isn't a dispute. It's a, we'll call it a rescue of sorts. We've dealt with one of these before on the show a long time ago. Actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BADLANDSRanch.com slash MC901 today. Hi, um, I'm at the corner of Pleasant Hill and John Young Parkway. I'm in a Walgreens parking lot, and my car will not start. I'm locked inside my car. I cannot open my car. I can't get the windows down. Nothing electrical works. And it's getting very hot in here, and, I, and I'm, I'm not feeling well. I, I need some help. Just, just, are you able to pull the lock-up on the door and open the door? You should be able to just pull the lock-up, even if it's electrical. I tried. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I got that going. Okay. So are you able to get out of the car now? Yes, I got the door open. Okay. All righty, uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get AAA or something. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay. All righty, bye-bye. As I said, that's happened before. On the previous episode I was talking about, it actually happened here in Nashville, believe it or not. But I guess something like that, it can happen just about anywhere. I really don't know what to say past that, though, on it. There's not much to say. If you get involved in something like that, just try every option. Just sit back and think, how can I get out of the car? If there's a situation like that, not necessarily a car, there's likely some sort of a way to get out of a locked something. I don't even know.
anyway, we're going to continue on with this whole nonsense type stuff. 911, do you need police, fire, and ambulance? Police. Where? Okay, McDonald's on um, Delaware. What's going on there? I ordered a um, two-piece chicken nugget with a small fry, and mm -hmm. she said that they didn't have any chicken nuggets. And so I told her I want a um, McDonald's small fry, and she told me I don't have to pick anything else off the menu because she can't respond me um, the different things out of the meal. And I told her, just give me all my money back. And she told me she can't give me my money back either. She will have to, I have to pick something. There's no manager there? Ma'am. You already spoke with the manager? She says she are the manager. She's saying something about she just can't respond me my money or something. But she don't have on the menu what I want. I want a chicken nugget. And so she didn't have that. So I told her to give me a McDouble and just to find a difference. And mm -hmm. she said she can't do that. So I told her just give me all my money back. And I don't want anything. And she's telling me she can't respond my money in the house. She don't have what I want. And she can't force me to eat something that I don't want. What's your name? Hello. What's your name? Latricia. Latricia? Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you can see kind of a theme going here, but it seems that a lot of times something like this happens, it's at a fast food restaurant. When I said we get a lot of calls like this, I'm not joking. We get a lot of calls from fast food restaurants in general. Most of the time it's about somebody that's just refusing to leave or they're having an argument with someone inside, maybe the employee, whatever. But on the occasion, like I said, at least once a week probably, I'll get somebody that's calling about something along this line. Now, I will say that at least this person kept their cool. They were calm while they were talking to the dispatcher, and I guess I can commend them on that at least. I can't say that about this next one, though. Sheriff's Department, how can I help you? Yeah, I'm over here I'm over here at Burger King right here in San Clemente. Mm -hmm. um, no, not San Clemente. I'm sorry. Um, I live in San Clemente. I'm in Laguna Niguel, I think. That's where I'm at. Uh -huh. I'm at a drive-thru right now. Uh -huh. I, had, I ordered my food three times. They're mopping the floor inside, and I understand they're busy. They're not even busy. Okay, I've been the only car here. I asked them four different times to make me a Western barbecue burger. Okay, they keep giving me a hamburger with lettuce, tomato, and cheese, onions. And I said, I'm not leaving. Uh -huh. I want a Western burger because I just got my kids from Taekwondo. They're hungry. I'm on my way home, and I live in San Clemente. Uh-huh. Okay. She, she gave me another hamburger. It's wrong. I said, four times. I said, I want it. She goes, can you go out and park in front? I said, no. I want my hamburger right. So then the, the lady came to the manager, she, or whatever, whoever she is, she came up, and she said, um, she said, um, do you want your money back? And I said, no, I want my hamburger. My kids are hungry, and I have to jump on the toll freeway. I said, I am not leaving this spot, uh, and I said, I will call the police because I want my Western burger done right. Now, is that so hard? Okay, what exactly is it you want us to do for you? I send the officer down here. I want, I want them to make me the right. Ma'am, we're not going to go down there and enforce your Western bacon cheeseburger. What am I supposed to do? This is, this is between you and the manager. This, we're not going to go enforce how to make a hamburger. That's, well, not, that's not a criminal issue. There's, there's, there's nothing criminal so I just there. Stand here. So I just sit here and you, you need to calmly and rationally speak to the manager 
and figure out what to do between you. She did come up, and I said, can I please have my Western burger? She, she said, I'm not dealing with it. She walked away. Because they're mopping the floor, and it's all full of suds, and they don't want to run. They don't want to go through there. And, 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 and ma'am, then I suggest you get your money back and go somewhere else. This, 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 is, this is not a criminal issue. We can't go out there and, and make them make you a cheeseburger the way you want it. Well, that is, that, you're supposed to be here to protect me. Well, what are we protecting you from, a wrong cheeseburger? No. Is, is this, this like, is this a harmful cheeseburger or something? I don't understand what you want us to do. Well, just come down here. I'm, I'm not leaving. No, ma'am, I'm not sending the deputies down there over a cheeseburger. You need to go in there and act like an adult and either get your I money back and go home. I not acting like an adult herself. I'm sitting here in my car. I just want them to make my kid a, a, a Western burger. Ma'am, this is what I suggest. I suggest you get your money back from the manager and you go on your way home. Okay. Okay? Bye-bye. We're not going to go down and enforce your Western bacon cheeseburger. I kind of laughed at that one. That was pretty good. I believe that agencies that give a little bit of discretion to their call takers, like I'm hoping that this one did, it actually saves a lot of time from resources that are out in the field. If you can imagine an officer going over there, taking the time to drive there, say he's 10 minutes away. That officer drives there. 10 minutes then he starts talking to this lady i would hope that he could get that situation resolved quickly just a few minutes and then he has to go to the next call but overall start to finish could be a half hour can you think of a type of a call that that officer can be used on that would benefit society just a little bit more than this woman getting her order wrong I think I can probably think of several hundred. So in all, I do like being able to try to handle a call like this on the telephone and saving an officer's time from going out there. I've said it before on the show about 911 calls, people calling in for non-emergencies on the 911 line. If you're in a smaller agency and you have limited amount of call takers, sometimes you might be completely tied up and there's someone holding on the line that's having an actual real life threatening emergency could be a medical issue they could have just been shot assaulted who knows and you've got someone like this that's on the phone granted it did sound like it might have been a non-emergency call but regardless that call taker is tied up on it when they could be dealing with something else same thing goes for the police officers that call taker there likely saved a police officer a decent amount of time from going to that call. From there, we're going to move on to the last incident of this episode, but it's a little bit more lengthy, a little bit more involved. Go right here. You have reached Clackamas County 911. Do not hang up. For help, after the tone, say help. Help. You know, put up the I'm at, I'm at McDonald's. Fucking calling the cops now. Nine one one. What's location of your emergency? Uh, I'm on uh Clackamas, uh, 82nd and uh, 75 Road. Okay, what's going on there? 
Um, I was at a McDonald's. I paid $10, and these guys gave me one burger and a fry and told me to pull around. Okay, sir, that's, this is not a 911 emergency. Let me get you to – sir, this is nothing the police are going to get involved in. You need to take it up with the manager of the McDonald's. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting outside right now. I'm okay, you need – sir, this is not a police matter. You need to take it up with the manager of the McDonald's. I'm going to disconnect. I got robbed for my money. Sir, you did not get robbed. I'm going to disconnect with you now. So this guy says he was robbed of money from the McDonald's. Let's take a look at that. A robbery. So the definition of robbery that I got off of Google here, the action of taking property unlawfully from a person or place by force or threat of force. A lot of people will call in and say they got their car broken into and they'll say I was robbed. They weren't robbed. Their car was broken into. That's a theft. This is about as far away from robbery as I can think of. This was not anything criminal at all. This, again, is a civil issue that they should take up with the manager of the place, or if they're not satisfied with the answer the manager gives, they can always call the owner of that franchise or go to McDonald's corporate themselves. I've got a weird hunch and just call it a hunch that McDonald's in general, the corporation, is not so hard up on money that they wouldn't give this dude his money back for however much it was. But just like anybody on this episode, I guess they're not thinking right. So this person calls back again. You have reached Clackamas County 911. Do not hang up. For help, after the tone, say help. Help. Nine one one. What's the location of your emergency? Sunnyside Road in eighty second. What's going on there? I was at McDonald's. I gave these guys ten dollars. They gave me one burger and a fry and told me to park. Sir, I believe you just talked to my partner a moment ago, and he advised you this is not a nine one one emergency. This is a 911 emergency. I got robbed for $8. Okay, sir, 911 is life and death only. If you do continue calling 911, you be, will be arrested for misuse. Well, arrest me at 80, at 82nd and Sunnyside Road. Please send a cop right now. I swear to God on my life. Please send a cop right now. You cannot tell me I can call 911 and not get a cop right here. Sir. If you can tell me I can't get a cop right here at 82nd and Sunnyside Road, I will sue fucking your office right now. You're going to sue our office because you're calling in on 911 because they didn't give you the correct food? Okay, yeah, you fucking sent an officer right here right now because I got fucking cheated. Okay, what is your order? name? I spent two okay. hours and got Stop. one burger. Please send an officer right now. Please What is your name? What is your name? My name is Jeremy Martin. I live on 5116 Northeast 21st. Please send a cop out here right now because I spent $10 at a McDonald's and I got one burger. Please send a cop right now. Right now, uh, thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye. Something I meant to talk about before that last clip, not this one, but the one before that, is the way that their 911 system answers the phone. 
this happened in 2009 and i'm not exactly sure but i think this is probably some sort of a way to try to weed out any type of robo calls or something like that because even back then they happened i don't know exactly and i hope they've not had any type of issue like that but to each their own i guess but getting back onto this he's getting kind of angry now i guess he wants his burger his money I'm, I'm not exactly sure at this point how the police go out there and actually fix the situation obviously talking to the police department on the telephone that's not going to be enough for this guy but i'm not sure what happened past this as far as the way or the reason that this next call that came in still involving the same incident but this guy i guess his friend that was there he also called you have reached Clackamas County 911. Do not hang up. For help, after the tone, say help. 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 Okay, now I have a problem. Like, I'm, I'm not sure whether or not you've heard this conversation already, but seriously, I pulled into McDonald's. I pull in to get my order. Okay. To get my order and everything. Seriously, the lady who didn't, you know, who took my order, she didn't get my order right. So she okay. Tells us, sir, are you calling 911 because you didn't get your order right at McDonald's? I'm dead serious. Yes. Okay, sir. Okay, stop. Listen, 911 is for life or death emergencies only. By you calling 911, you okay, can be arrested for. Sir, sir, listen to me. Sir. Sir, listen to me. Stop. Sir, you can be arrested for misuse of 911. Listen to me. Okay, I will send you an officer, but you're going to go to... Do you want to go to jail? Okay. Send a cop. I have no... I will. There's an officer on the way there. Listen to me. 911 is for life and death emergencies only. 911 is for life and death emergencies only. I know what the fuck 911 is for, bitch. I'm taking one of the fucking classes on shit. You know, sir... This is a recorded line. 911 is for life and death emergencies only. Fuck if that's recorded. What is your name? Fuck you. What is your name? You ain't getting shit. You send me a motherfucking cop to the 82nd motherfucking Sunday side McDonald's. That's what the fuck you do. Do your job, bitch. Send me a motherfucking motherfucking cop on everything. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I want a cop. Give me okay. a cop. 911 is for life and death emergencies only. Okay, this is a recorded a line, and you can be arrested for misuse of 911. Somebody has a gun pulled on my head. I feel like I'm in danger of my life. Will you send the cop my way then? Who's got a gun pointed to your head? Oh, my God. The lady at McDonald's has a gun pointed to my head. Are you going to send the cop? Did, does she have a gun pointed to your head? Yep, right now. You going to send me a cop? Yes, I'm going to send you a cop. What kind of gun is it? I don't know about where y'all are from, but... As far as I know, most McDonald's managers don't carry around a gun. It's not all of them, I guess. I mean, I guess there is a possibility that might happen, but I just don't see it happening. So essentially at this point, this guy is filing a false claim. You can't do something like that to get the police out there any quicker or at all. You do something like that and you can go to jail. I would hope someone that was doing something like this, filing a false claim like that, especially one where they say someone has a weapon to someone's head and it's false, please send them to jail. And believe it or not, while this guy was on the phone making his false claim, 
his friend, also called back. You have reached Clackamas County 911. Do not hang up. For help, after the tone, say help. My name is Jeremy Lloyd Martin. I'm at 82nd and 71st. 911, what's the location of your emergency? 82nd and, uh, and what's this road? 75th Road. What's going on there, sir? I paid $10 at a McDonald's. They gave me one burger. Sir, what is your name? Your friend is on the other line. What is your name? My name is Jeremy Martin. We're not playing around here. We just got gypped for a fucking whole entire $10. They gave us one burger and a fry and told us to park, and they didn't give us no food. Like, that is ridiculous. How is a McDonald's going to give us, you know, we paid $10, and they gave us one burger and a fry? Are you serious? Like, come on. Okay, sir, you have been advised at least twice that 911 is life and death emergencies. Is anybody there not breathing? Is anybody there getting ready to die that you need yeah. a life and death emergency? I, I am getting ready to die. This is life and death emergency because these fuckers are fucking screwing me out of my money right now. Yeah, I'm about to die. Is this a life emergency? Can you send a cop out here? Like, is this not serious? Like, you can just take any any any, any call and be like, no, we're not going to send any cops out. Is that like, is that normal? Well, usually, sir, it goes in the priority of people who have been threatened with weapons or the fact that somebody is in a life and death emergency. Being robbed oh, ten dollars and being on my money. If you could quit yelling at me and listen. Being, being, I'm, I'm sorry, I am upset right now. I, obviously, I, you are upset. What kind of vehicle are you in? I'm going to send an officer out there to talk to you. Yes, I'm in a Jeep Cherokee, 985. Like, like I paid my. Like where I, are you parked at? No, listen. Where are you parked at? I'm in the McDonald's parking lot outside of 82nd and Sunnyside Road, right there on the corner. I paid $10 for some food, and they gave me one burger and a fry and told me to park, and, and they're going to bring out my order, and they told me to pull around, and they didn't give me nothing. Okay. Me, okay, yeah. I understand that. I got your story. I understand that. You gave them $10. They gave you a burger and fry and told you to pull around. Yeah. Do you understand that we have advised you three times that calling in on 911 for this can get you arrested? Do you understand that? I'm going to register for my own food. Sir, I understand about your food issue and your $10. Do you understand what I have told you about the fact that if you continue calling in on 911, you will be arrested for misuse? I will be arrested for misuse because I got robbed for some money? Are you serious right now? Sir? Sir? Ma'am? Ma'am, are you really serious right now? You're going to arrest me for getting charged for $10 for one burger. I'm going, they're going, they can arrest you for the fact that you've called in on 911 over four times after you have been advised not to call well, okay, in on 911. right here. Thank you. Okay, bye. Goodbye. So I actually unlocked the other calls because the other calls, they kind of resolved themselves, I guess. Some of them anyway. This one, it actually did have a little bit more to it. I looked it up, and this guy got exactly what he wanted. Cops came out there, and they arrested him for misuse of 911. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I've pulled through a McDonald's or Burger King or Taco Bell or whatever kind of fast food drive through before, and they have told me to pull up and wait before. It's, 
annoying. I don't like doing that. I like having my food right then, but not so much that I'm going to do all this. This is just asinine. Truth be told, I know the people, they start seeing red or they get over the top pissed off like this dude did. I mean, uh, to some degree, I might understand getting upset, but this is something that happens all the time. A restaurant will tell you to pull up. They'll do that. What if you were standing at the front counter and they didn't have it out immediately? Are you going to start causing a ruckus on the inside of this place too? Because they get didn't get your food out in a timely manner? No. Don't do that. So like I said, this guy got arrested. His friend though, I guess he got a little bit smarter there at the end and decided before the police actually showed up, he left. And I'm not sure if they followed up and tried to find him or not. I don't know. But he didn't get arrested. He left. For the both of them, that probably would have been the best advice I could have given them. Just leave. For me, and I'm hoping that most everybody else, McDonald's, it's decent cheap food. That's all it is. If you don't have a good experience at a single McDonald's, there's likely another dozen just really close by you. Go to another one or go to a competitor, whatever. This actually reminds me kind of in a way of a movie that I really like called A Bronx Tale. It's a movie that came out in 1993 that was set in the 1960s. It was starring Robert De Niro and Chaz Palminteri. It's kind of an Italian gangster type of movie, kind of. I mean, it's got an element of that in there, obviously. But there are some pretty good lines, some good lessons in there. And if this guy would have watched this movie and really taken this one quote to his heart, I believe it would have saved him from going to jail. To kind of paint a picture of what happened in this scene, the main character, C, who at this point is, I'd say he's probably a teenager, maybe around 15, 16 years old, he sees a guy that owes him some money. He starts asking him for the money, and then he starts chasing him a little bit, yelling at him, cussing him. And then Chaz Palminteri's character comes up and asks him what's going on. The quote from the movie, he owes me $20. It's been two weeks now, and every time he sees me, he keeps dodging me. He's a real pain in the ass. Should I crack him one or what? And Chaz Palminteri's character, whose name is Sonny in the movie, sometimes hurting somebody ain't the answer. First of all, is he a good friend of yours? And C, the other character, no, I don't even like him. Sonny's reply, you don't even like him. There's your answer right there. Look at it this way. It costs you $20 to get rid of him. He's out of your life for $20. You got off cheap. Forget him. That's the advice I would give this dude. Now, yes, if I get a order wrong or something like that, I'm going to go and talk to him, but I'm going to be very civil about it. I'm not going to lose my cool over some small amount like this. But instead, he got a Class A misdemeanor, which is punishable in Oregon where this happened at, by up to 364 days in jail and over a $6,000 fine. You tack on all the lawyer's fees and stuff like that that he might incur quite a bit more than $10. So the biggest thing out of this episode, just keep your cool. Things are going to happen. People make mistakes. It sucks sometimes. 
but if you talk rationally and calmly to someone, I bet you can work it out, especially in a setting where someone who is selling you a hamburger is not actually making a dime more if they do or don't sell that burger to you. So that'll do it for this one. Be sure to tell everyone you know about the show. They might like it, especially an episode like this where it's not quite as shocking as some of our other episodes we've done. Be sure to follow on social media, mainly Facebook, because that's where I'm mainly at, at Music City 901 Pod, or both if you really want to, join the discussion group. As I've said before, and the people that are out there that are in that discussion group, they can tell you. I post a lot of stuff that's really interesting and dispatch or police related that I'm not able to really delve into in the show. Plus the fact that all the listeners are welcome to post about the show, questions about it, just about anything. Also on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at MusicCity911, as well as other platforms that I'll list in the show notes. Until next time, for Music City 901, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.